Speaking of the draft, let's go talk to Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit Lions NFL insider. He is standing by. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Good to hear from you again. Hey, one week from tonight, uh, man, this offseason is flying by, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does feel like we've talked about the draft forever, but it feels like that every year. So it's, it's nice to have that coming up so that we can uh, move on with our lives. You know, Jeremy, eight days from now, uh, the day after uh, round one when they're getting set for round two, what do you think could be a surprise storyline connected to the Lions that nobody has really talked a lot about? Man, it's tough because I feel like right now this first round could go in so many different directions for the Lions. I truly believe there isn't really, I mean, outside of maybe special teams, I don't know if there's a position that's completely off for, off the board for them in the first round, whether it's quarterback, running back, wide receiver, really anything. And so, um, you know, I, I, I think maybe offensive line is, is one of those positions where um, it is very plausible that, that not a ton of people have been talking about. Um, there's, there's a long-term need there. Uh, and, and Brad Holmes has talked about many times this offseason about um, not focus, not being overly focused on need and, you know, adding a strength to a strength. So, um, yeah, I, I said I would say maybe offensive line being one of those first two picks on day one being a, being a surprise to some, but maybe not a surprise to everybody. Uh, who's a name that you like that some fans may go, why are they taking this guy with six or 18 who would be on that list that you may value more than most fans do? I, I mean, I, I think a lot of Lions fans are, are still hurt by the, the Jeff Okuda signing or uh, um, drafting of. And, and so a guy like Devin Witherspoon at six, I think is tremendous value. I think he's absolutely worth it. Um, I think the, the position cornerback has become a premier position in the NFL. And so while I don't think a lot of Lions fans would be on board, some would be, um, I, I think going Devin Witherspoon and if Christian Gonzalez is your guy too, I'm, I'm totally down with that. I think it's, it's a 1A, 1B situation with him, with those two when it comes to the, the top of the cornerback position. Um, if you're talking 18, again, I just feel like there's so many different positions that go. Darnell Washington, the tight end out of Georgia, is, is one that really caught my eye he's he's a really physical guy and we know that dan campbell and the new tight ends coach both really like the kind of physical gritty tight ends um again that's a position where i think lions fans feel like they've been burned on in the past going first round tight end but uh you know if you find find the right guy tight ends can be like complete game changers and i think it'd be at least a little bit more palatable to do it at 18 rather than in the top 10 which is something the Lions have done several times were the Lions stronger than they were a year ago going into the NFL 2022 draft? Where are they stronger now? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, what areas? Defensive backs, for sure, right? Um, going in and getting everyone that they did uh, this offseason, really focusing on, on improving that room is, is huge. Um, I would say, you know, they, they have an offensive identity now, right? Um, coming out of 2021, um, this team was still kind of scratching their heads as to what their identity was going to be. They're still scratching their heads on who Jared Goff was going to be, whether he was going to be their guy of the future. Now I think there's a little bit more confidence that he can be the guy of the future. And, and now that they have a decent running game and a good overall offense, I mean, they went from, you know, bottom five offense in the league to really top five uh, in, in one offseason. So I think offensively speaking, you're, you're pretty confident across the board. And then defensively, now you got some pass rushers too, right? Um, to go with 
the improved secondary, you have uh, a proof in concept in, in Aiden Hutchinson, the, the second overall pick last year, and then you have James Houston coming off an eight-and-a-half sack season. So I think offensively, you feel a lot better across the board. Defensively, you added some pass rushers. You added some guys in the secondary. And so, it, you know, at this point, I've almost named every position, and I think that speaks to how much they have improved in, in really 365 days. Jeremy Reisman joining us from Pride of Detroit Lions NFL uh, Insider. It is interesting how the seismic shift always happens when we get inside that week time frame before the draft. Now it's three defenders are going to go in the first five when it's been four quarterbacks in the first five the previous two months. Yeah, it, and it's always it's always tough because when you get this close to the draft, sometimes you are getting closer to the truth. Like I, I feel like it eventually became clear um, in, in previous years, like, oh, this is going to be the number one pick, and then then we're all trying to figure out who, who goes to. But at the same time, there's a lot of nonsense that happens this time of year, and so you have to figure out what is that nonsense and what is the actual truth. And I, 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 think, the, I think it seems like we're kind of – Zeroing in on again, like it looks like Bryce Young's probably going to be that first overall pick. But two is then where you start scratching your head. There's been a lot of smoke about Houston going defense at two, and I'm starting to believe that. After that, though, I find it very, very hard to believe that, you know, there will then be a run on defensive players. I think Indianapolis is way too quarterback needy, and their, their owner is playing kind of these, these mind games on, on Twitter about drafting a quarterback. I, I think that's a landing spot for a quarterback for sure. Um, and, and to be honest, I, I, I think Arizona, um, whether they trade out of the pick, I, I think they probably trade out of the pick there and, and someone else gets a quarterback too. So I still think at least three are going to go in that top five. I think the, the three defenders stuff, I think that's kind of nonsense. But, uh, but, but you know, where we were last year, or last, a couple weeks ago, I should say, um, where people were speculating that maybe four quarterbacks would start off the draft, one, two, three, four, all quarterbacks. I think that dream or that scenario is probably dying and, and rightfully so i don't think that's going to happen jeremy reisman proud of detroit lions nfl insider joining us on the roast umber coffee guest line so if we look at this team now uh, from the end of the regular season to what they picked up through free agency what we forecast will happen a week from tonight and through a week from this weekend in the draft in Kansas City to what could be picked up with salary cap casualty hits and other movement uh, before training camp. How much are you willing to upgrade on the Lions' win total from 2022 to the 2023 season? Yeah, I think, I think what was the Vegas total at late last? The nine, nine and a half or something like that? I like the um, over. I do. Yeah, I, I, I would too. Um, I don't I still, you know, just just based on the franchise's history, it, it's tough to feel good about like an 11 or a 12 win team. They really only had 11 wins what once in the past 25 years or so. But man, it, it's you look at you know the schedule and obviously what the schedule looks like now might look totally different once you're in December. Um, but you look at the division, you look at the improvements they've made, you look at the improvements that are that's yet to come with the two first round picks and the two second round picks. Um, and, you know, being able to keep your, your core of your coaching staff too. So that means the system on offense is going to be consistent. The, the, the defensive system that, you know, showed a lot of improvement in that second half system is going to be consistent. You get Jamison Williams for a full season. Man, it, it's really hard not to look at this team and think that 
you know, the expectation should be an 11-win season, should be maybe a 12-win season. So, you know, if I'm Vegas setting the line, maybe I'm bumping it up to, to 10.5, maybe even 11. Um, but, but I, I you know, as, as the Lions players were, were saying at the beginning of the week when they started offense, or, uh, off-season programs, like, they still have to put in the work. They, they haven't proven anything yet. They don't think they have a target on their back yet because they didn't even make the playoffs last year. So, you know, they're, they're a nine-win team last year. I think it, it would be disappointing from, from a Lions fan perspective if they didn't reach at least 11 this year because it seems like they're a much better team. Um, but you still have to go out and play the games. You still have to make sure that you, you know, survive injuries that are eventually going to come. You have to make sure that, um, some, you know, there's going to be a surprise team or two in the NFC, I'm sure, too. So uh, the competition is going to be tougher maybe than it looks on paper, but I still think 11, is, 11 wins is probably the expectation in Detroit right now. Superfly just told me that Matt Patricia has been hired as a defensive assistant by the Eagles, so there goes the Eagles' shot at repeating as <laughs> NFC champions. Uh, what other franchises can he damage? And look, even Belichick, a longtime supporter, they pushed him out the door, and the Eagles are going to hire him as a defensive assistant. So I just saw the projections at uh, patpats.com about Matt Patricia. If he's having any defensive input, uh, the opposing team will score an additional 14 points a game. So bye-bye, Eagles. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't fly, Eagles fly. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty wild story, honestly. And, and we, we heard rumors of this maybe being... Uh, Why? Uh, what has he market. done? What is he? The Patriots who, who who nurtured him, Belichick babied him. He, he they said goodbye. I what he did in Detroit. Why you're the Eagles? You're the yeah. defending <laughs> NFC champions. You just went to the Super Bowl, and your two biggest signings are Hertz and Patricia. <laughs> it, it's pretty wild, and, and obviously the whole wow. play stuff is 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 the biggest head scratcher of it all. Darius Slay, a guy who straight up said multiple times in the past couple mm. of years, like I don't respect that man. Uh, now has to deal with him as a, a senior defensive assistant. Now, Sirianni went on to say today that you know he he talked to Darius Slay, he talked to Matt Patricia, and he thinks it's going to be a fine working relationship. But of course, you're going to say that to your head coach. Uh, Behind the scenes, uh, there's going to be some tensions, no doubt. And, and yeah, like, Matt Patricia hasn't even really proven himself as a defensive-minded coach in six or seven years. And you can argue, uh, and as a lot of people did at the time when the Lions hired him, that a lot of his defensive deficiencies that the Patriots had while he was there is kind of masked by a guy named Tom Brady who was doing a pretty good job on the other side of the ball. I'm not surprised if we don't see soon at Eagles.com Slay with a couple of suitcases standing by an on-ramp in a Philly uniform saying, we'll work for free. I mean, he already had one one trade rumor this offseason. Could could you make it two and one offseason? Oh That's my lord! I, Matt Patricia must really be. I'm gonna say this because he, you know, Lions hired him. He the Patriots took him back. He must really be a good guy. Just a good guy to hang around. I I never saw it with the Lions. I know you covered it for Pride of Detroit, but I. I don't get the selling point there. I guess once you've been a head coach in the NFL, you get a lot of street cred in other NFL cities. It has to be that. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've, I've had private conversations with him, and, and he he is a smart guy. 
Um, but I also get why he rubbed every, just about everyone in Detroit the wrong, wrong way. Um, I don't quite understand why the Patriots tried to put him on the offensive side of the ball last year, but that obviously didn't work. Um, and so, I mean, he's a smart guy. He might be able to give something to that Eagles defense now that he's in a very – I mean, senior defensive assistant just basically means you're, you're an extra head in the room. You're not really making huge sweeping decisions. You're not having a ton of interactions with the players, which is probably good for him. Um, but I, I guess I guess what I'm saying is like he can do minimal damage. I think as a senior defensive assistant, so it's not going to be a disaster in Philly. But I still really don't really understand the move there. I love it because now Patricia on the Eagle staff. I'm looking at Sam Darnold. If they're going to deal Trey Lance, uh, they want to give Sam Darnold the job uh, at, while they wait to see how Purdy recovers from the U joint elbow surgery. I'm trying. I'm looking across the landscape. You don't know about Stafford, his health, and also all the transition and movement with the Rams. Uh, you got the Seahawks. Uh, you have, you know, you have Card now with New Orleans. I think you know they'll they'll be a playoff team. Uh, Cowboys are the Cowboys. I mean, the Lions are right there in that group of five uh, with the Eagles, even with Patricia. Where like I, I'm with you, Jeremy. Eleven, twelve wins. Off of what they did last year, that's not asking a lot. I said that right after the season ended, twelve and five. People are like, "Are you crazy? Twelve and five? Are you nuts?" I'm like, "Did you see what they just did to Rodgers and the Packers? Did you look at the eight and two finish?" As Lomas Brown said on my show, they need to go win all of their home games. That's with with the great crowd and the noise, and and just look at the way they played against Jacksonville. Look look at the points they put up. Granted, they play no defense against. Gino you know, Smith in Seattle, but yeah, you know, win your home games. Go grab three on the road. You're twelve and five. You win the NFC North, and you get home playoff games. There you go. That's that's it. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think you really make a, a good point about. Well, you might have to win four on the road, right? I think they got eight at home this year, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. So you have yeah. to win four on the road. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to go on the road and win four out of nine. That's it. You could play yeah. sub five hundred ball on the road as long as you won all your home games. If you're the Lions. Yeah, and and and, as, and like I said, I think you're you're making a good point about the the top of the NFC because yeah, the Eagles have a lot of questions now. Um, they they lost a lot of talent on on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you, you look at the Forty ers we we don't know what their quarterback situation is, and then yeah, the, the Cowboys are still going to be a good team, but um, they're not a team that has really been that successful in the postseason for decades now. So the NFC is there for the taking, uh, and and yeah, it, it seems like the Lions are one of the teams that has. The fewer, the fewest amount of questions about the team right now. They look like they have a good top to bottom roster, and they're about to add two pretty significant pieces to it too. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't want. I, I think there's part, a part in every Lions fans is just they're they're not willing to fully buy in just because they've bought into this team before. But this this feels different. This feels there, there's proof in concept with the eight and two finish. There's you know, reasonable reason to believe that this young, young roster that has, some, you know, someone tweeted out today, um, five of their starters are 22 or, or yeah, 22, uh, 22 years old. Five starters from last year. 22 years old. They're probably going to have, you know, two or three more starters in this draft that are that age or younger. And so suddenly you have a really young core that, that's only going to get better as the, as the years go on. You've got a, a coaching staff that everyone believes in. And, uh, it's just hard not to see that the future looks very bright for the team, and, and that can start this year. 8-2 and two finish. 
Uh, great free agent moves. Going to have six and 18 and two second rounders. Tell me why you can't improve by three wins next year, if not four. I, I might even push it into 13 and four category and home field advantage throughout the NFC and the Lions will be going to the Super Bowl. And Jeremy Reisman and the crew from Pride of Detroit will be covering it. So will I, man. Jeremy, good stuff. Good conversation as always, my man. Okay. Yeah, hey, appreciate you having me and uh, appreciate you riling me up there. I like that. Yeah, I love it too, man. Have a good night, bud. You too. All right, Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit Lions NFL insider. Follow him on Twitter and Pride of Detroit on Facebook. Good NFL insiders, man. Rizzy, Jeff Risden from DraftWire, LionsWire, uh, Reisman. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com will join us in our next segment. Is it not like almost freaky? To think the Lions could be twelve and five or thirteen and four. I thought I heard the white noise coming from the aliens right when I was talking to Reisman. Could hear it. And the aliens are like, "We got to get the hell out of this place." You just say the Lions are going to win thirteen games. <laughs> 